0: following program is brought to you by your friends at podcast one
1: i never planned on losing my job but we all know life can change in an instant and losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow so i looked into cobra but too pricey then i found out i could enroll through covered california where i was able to choose from good health insurance companies i've actually heard of i even got help paying for it there's a limited time to qualify after losing your insurance, so check out CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care.
0: Hey, everybody. Before we get going, we'd like to ask a favor by filling out a less than five-minute survey. Just go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey or go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. It's completely anonymous, and your responses will help us find the best advertisers for you, our listeners. Thanks for taking the time to fill out a survey. Your efforts will help Overworld stay free to download with minimal ads. Podcastone.com and click on the survey banner.
1: My name is Matt Perez. My name is Satchel Drakes. And this is Overworld, where we try to be curious, fail at being smart, and talk about video games at the intersection of art, society, and other stuff. But first, a quick break to thank Rocket Mortgage for supporting our show. Okay. E3 drama. All the tea. All the stuff going on. I feel like it's just like... eh, To even try to start off with formalities feels weird because it just feels like... (laughs) Every time E3 comes around, at least lately, it's like all the barn animals are let out and it's just like, uh, all this stuff going on. Like, what are we going to do? Like, just <laughs> like articles, 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 tweets, 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 tweets. tweets. Yeah. Um, how do I feel about this? <laughs> how do we feel about this? We have all the feels about all of the things. Like, <laughs> at least that's how I feel. What is this sort of, what's this week been like for you?
0: It's crazy. Like, just uh, having to cover everything mm. uh, and just staying on top of it. Um, and also, like, it, part of it is being excited, but also being like, okay, like, you know, they've showed this before. It's like a balance right. between being too cynical and being too optimistic.
1: Oh, no, totally. Everyone,
0: yeah. I, 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 I I've been on both ends about of the like, spectrum.
1: I'm sure everybody has, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like you see tweets about, like... Well, like, look at like Cyberpunk 2077, where like as soon as people heard it was a first person uh, RPG, they're like, "Oh no!" and they're all freaking out. And it's like, "Well, come on, guys! Like, I'm sure they can pull it off." Right. But then there's people playing it or like doing the behind the doors like you know uh, demo of it, and they're like, "It's the same feeling I had when I when I played." This next gen game at E3. I'm like, but did that next gen game like actually age well or like were you totally tricked by the demo? Like is this that right. type of situation? So it's all types of weirdness and what are your weird what are your reactions. thoughts on
1: Cyberpunk? I'm a very mixed bag.
0: Um I still have to force myself to play Witcher Three. It's not even force myself. I played through the first one. And I was like, okay, well, I played through the first one. I might as well play through the second one, and I'm, like, halfway through the second one. I'm really trying to, like, prep myself for the third one. And I know the third one's way better. I know you don't have to play the first two to play it, but it's still, like, in my head I have to do that. It's like binging a television show. (laughs) But, eh, like, I don't know. I'm always, like, opposed to open world games. I'm always very, very cynical about that. I've been calling Uh,
1: it Sci-Fi Rim in my head. (laughs) sci-fi
0: <laughs> i mean like it was a first person ju- or first person rpg yeah. i guess like my my initial like coming to mind was deus ex and i have this right. bag with deus ex but like they're like it's deus ex but like really deep and like it's sort of like grand theft auto and it right. has like rpg elements like witcher i'm like that sounds great uh <laughs> yeah uh at, yeah so like that's really cool, it, but it's a, it's also a thing. They didn't give her like a release date for that, right? Like that's no, not at all. Again, like yeah, it sounds
1: great in so far as it's like we've taken three successful things and feel like if we combine them, it'll make this mega successful thing. Yeah, and like part of me, I'm like, <laughs> this is the cynical, man.
0: hundred percent. Well, the other thing is that you're probably gonna see it again at next year's E3, oh, for and sure. people are gonna get excited again. And that, I th- I feel like that's another thing that happened a lot this E3 it was like. I forgot, like, I watched, like, an old 2017 video after 2018, and I was like, oh, all the games that I was excited for from 2018 were shown last year, like, <laughs> like there's not really, like, I obviously when I see something like Death Stranding or something, I'm like, oh, that looks amazing, but also, like, the same, you know, I, I feel like I'm walking away with pretty much the same impression as I had last time, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna check that game out when it comes out, that's cool, you know, um... So yeah, that's that's kind of how I, how I feel about it. Like, I do feel. Uh, did you notice? It's another thing of like everyone's hot takes and yeah. all everyone's reactions to it. Yeah. Um, uh, Nintendo's stock is down, and people are like, "Oh my god, the stock is down! They must have really screwed up at E three, and it totally is that like." Yeah, like, maybe take a deep
1: breath. It's just E3. <laughs> yeah, this is where... Well, this this gets to our previous episode where it's just sort of, like, how much of the hype, is the hype machine, like, just irrationally impacting how people feel about everything. I don't think that it's fair to draw anything from just these announcements. That seems really silly.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it's, like, it's twofold, right? Like, part of it is Nintendo traditionally doesn't do, like everything at E3 like so
1: yeah i was going to ask like they had their direct which i most definitely want to talk about because i was so distracted by it and uh <laughs> it actually kind of followed me everywhere that i went <laughs> um but oh, also yeah. um so are they doing their announcements on their own through their direct kind of conduit and then having the demos available at E3 for people to try is that how they've been doing it yeah
0: they're not like officially officially Part
1: of E3, I okay, guess. They just got, so the they boots, like, they got the floor room. Which they're in one hundred percent in power to do.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um but like as far as like they're the big stagecraft kind of thing, they're kind of like the uh you know, aside like obviously they schedule it to be a part of E3. Right. It's but still a Microsoft like Sony enough. game. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's them live streaming it basically. Actually, I and Sony like
1: oh yeah that's right they did have their the, was treehouse was there was treehouse on site were they because i was oh, I watching so. yeah i was watching some pokemon gameplay and i was wondering yeah. if they were just like on the floor well, that makes sense yeah
0: they had they had stuff on the floor yeah but it's it's not as official official because they're not doing like a big stage show they just have a live stream basically right like like you like you would find it at
1: pax or something
0: yeah square enix did the same thing this year and i was mm, oh no rough.
1: what made it shaky
0: I was just – you already saw everything. Actually, their biggest stuff was like Kingdom Hearts 3, right? And yeah. showed it previously. That was their biggest thing. It's
1: just like, okay, more IPs. We expected that. I guess they really thought yeah. that they were going to like shake the world with Frozen. Um, I was very unshook <laughs> by it. Uh, that seemed like a no-brainer. Um, yeah. There's nothing particularly creative about what they have to invest into that world. It's already made in a 3D environment. So I wasn't – it was fine. It was harmless. I'm glad no, that it's, it's there. Fine. But, you
0: know mm. – King- but it's also, like, they showed all that the day before at the Microsoft press conference.
1: This so Kingdom just- Hearts 3 train it has been the past two years of just... <laughs> so at this point, this is just another Sunday. I'm sorry if I'm coming off very, very harsh, but this is another... It's just another day. The sky is blue, mm-hmm. the grass is green, and we're learning more about Kingdom Hearts 3.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally... That's the thing. Uh, again, I forgot they showed it to 2017. I was like... Oh, like I oh it's just the same thing again. That's cool. They they, Brother, they put out the release they, date, but I think that was before E
1: three. They've been showing trailers for Kingdom Hearts three at E three since two thousand and fifteen.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, but like the <laughs> gameplay. Oh or, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I guess they did have like a very like back in like twenty thirteen when they were showing off the now like, in development like, stuff one and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was like basically a tech demo, but it's you know it's this Kingdom Hearts three like yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, like, I definitely sort like I I'm super hyped to see like, oh look, the Halo Infinite and Last of Us Part Two and Resident Evil Two and Sekiro and stuff like that. Mm. Always cool. But at the same time, like, well, I knew they were showing off uh, Last of Us and they they're going to probably announce Halo Six and like, yeah, you know, Resident Evil Two. I played that one. Oh on my it. gosh, it's that, cool looking.
1: That Last of Us i uh, so I finished the two trailers Well, I, I was watching the the second trailer just before we hopped on this call. my goodness
0: just oh, a yeah. lot <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot to take over I'm like, yeah, it, okay, I'm sure I'm gonna really, really enjoy this game, but this is exactly this yeah. thing, <laughs> yeah, it was the
1: strangest thing. It's one of those, so it's like the Walking Dead took like a very very like dark and real turn and like fired all their writers and got new ones and <laughs> But what what what's really weird about those trailers is like the, I feel like the most we can do at this point is just mention them because it's not really I mean we don't really have like I mean th- we do have a gameplay segment but that really doesn't speak too much to it in that kind of way so
0: and you kinda, also don't know like okay it's like great that how was much of this is really played up and what what is this actually part of the game you know yeah
1: we have no idea and like it's uh, at yeah. this point we just have drama
0: <laughs> yeah right I mean part yeah there's a lot of drama part of it's like well it's the last of us i really like the first one i'll probably just end up playing it uh you know yeah i hope
1: Fortnite's on the um, switch so i might actually do a deep dive now yeah dude oh that's <laughs>
0: about yeah oh god did you see chance was like before the uh the announcement chance tweeted like uh like i'm ready for this for for fortnight to be on switch are you serious
1: oh my <laughs> yeah, god dude. that's amazing that's
0: the type of penetration <laughs> ass, man it's crazy i love it but yeah, that whole thing with like Sony, uh well see, their stock go- here's the thing. So their stock going down makes sense because what they're doing is so lame where they're like, if if you ever had an Epic Games account uh played or linked on your PS4, it doesn't doesn't even have to be Fortnite, it could have been like Paragon. Yeah. Then you can no now you can't move your Epic Games account and like all the stuff you bought and leveled up to another console. So I believe, like, I have a PC account for Fortnite, and I can, it, because it's an Epic Games account, I can bring that to, like, Xbox One. Mm. But God forbid if I bring that to PS4, then it's linked on there, and I can't bring that to the Switch. And that's the problem, is, like, there's huge overlap between oh. people who own a Switch and who people who own a PS4. So.
1: <laughs> that is interesting.
0: Yeah. But so their stock dipped. Nintendo stock dipped a lot, but that's like part of it's like uh oh, just normalizing. But the other part of it is people are like, you know, they didn't show much in their presentation, not many surprises, I don't believe in this thing. And it's crazy you see all the hot takes or like, you know, comments on Reddit and stuff, it's like they're done they're done it's like guys they just <laughs> had everyone up until this point right we're like praising right. the life out of the switch like probably overpraising it but right. like you know they they just decided they to like, not
1: save everything for e3 yeah we've we been get getting exciting things for. the whole way you know what yeah. i mean we just so got labo show... like... yeah uh and and you know i think Super Smash Brothers will probably do well, you know? Uh, And I see a lot of the criticism around that. Like, for that, so... That whole situation is there really isn't much hype. and There's obviously hype and anticipation for it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I get some of the gripes that people are having around there not being the same kind of hype because it's not like we're seeing a bunch of new intellectual properties make its way in. But it's Mm -hmm. also like... Guys, they have claimed a lot of characters. <laughs> and the yeah. fact that they're all in one place really is a great statement for itself, except Waluigi, but we'll we'll probably get Waluigi eventually.
0: Support for the Forbes Overworld Podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, the mortgage company that decided to ask why. Why can't clients get approved in minutes rather than weeks? Why can't they make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? And why can't there be a client-focused technological mortgage revolution? Quicken Loans answered all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Rocket Mortgage is simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and become Confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your tenth, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Rocket Mortgage by quicken loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to Rocketmortgage.com Forbes. Equal Housing Lender, license in all fifty states, NMLS ConsumerAccess.org number
1: 3030. Covered California knows that one moment can change your life. That moment you say I do that moment you meet your baby for the first time, or even that moment you lose your job and your health insurance along with it. For those times when life changes, we've got you covered. Covered California lets you choose from brand name health plans and you may even get help paying for it. Your enrollment period is limited. So find out if you qualify by getting free expert help at coveredca.com today. Covered California. It's more than just healthcare. It's life care.
0: Well, think about it though. Cause like, again, this was the, the initial... They did their direct at E3. In a few months, they'll probably keep putting out information and do another direct and, like, oh, Waluigi is a character. How excited are you? Like, they're totally going to dole out that information like they always do with the Super Smash Brothers title. Um, So, yeah, like, definitely people are freaking out and, like, it's not going to sell well. I definitely think there is a legitimate concern about their forecast of selling 20 million Switches in in a year. Right. Uh, because, like, yeah, people are totally going to buy Super Smash Brothers. I don't, like... It probably will move consoles, but, like, I don't know if it will significantly do that. And then after that, Fire Emblem comes out. And, like, the thing with Fire Emblem is, even though it's, like, a very popular series around, like, hardcore fans, it doesn't sell, like, a Mario or Zelda, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so there's concern around that. Uh and then, like, the Let's Go Pikachu EV, I guess there's concerns around that, too, because it's more of, like, a, a mediary between the smartphone stuff and
1: also the console stuff. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's genius. Like, I think, I think that's it, what's think probably going to help move consoles. That's how yeah. Game Freak converts. Like, because mm-hmm. every – like, Sun and Moon, like, uh, all these other – like, Black and White 2, like, all these all these other titles, like, they're just, like – Re-like satiating the palettes of people who are already bought in and them actually like melding Pokemon Go and what people already love is the only way that like to me it's like a no-brainer. Mm. That's how you're gonna convert people and get more people in and start making new decisions and start making real changes. Yeah. Because, and
0: have like a new audience brought in.
1: Yeah, because I've just been year over year like Still loving Pokemon, of course, but just uh, disappointed in the overall stagnation of, like, what they do. Um, And there's clearly a fan base that is making all the calls, and they're all sort of grandfathered into something that they're expecting more of all the time. Uh, So it it was really nice to see that. I sat through many hours of the gameplay, and actually... um, It's So a lot of the concern when it was sort of first announced, uh, especially in the commercial, was there was a lot of ambiguity around how the battle system was going to work and if there was going to be meta or anything like that. And I think the first impression was uh, not so much, but rather that it would be a 100% copy of the mechanic of Pokemon Go where you're sort of like searching around, only you're not walking around in the real world and you're just throwing Pokeballs and it's like – measuring your technique and the way that you're throwing it because the, um, the Switch has amazing controllers that are very, very nuanced in how they pick up, like, how you're, like, um, maneuvering them in your hand. And though that's really, really cool, and I think that they can make really interesting things out of it, um, I was worried, and I think a lot of people were worried about that. It turns out um, it's totally fine. So when you roam around in wild grass in different areas and stuff and you go into random battles, Yes, all you do is you you catch Pokemon. You don't make them weaker before you catch them. You just toss the ball. And then there's sort of a built-in EXP share system where as you catch them, your successes give XP to all the Pokemon in your party. And then the times that you actually do battle are either online battles with other trainers uh, or... Um, trainer battles, which there's still trainers spread out, very traditional. So, this is like an Indigo League type game. The music that's been like orchestrated for the first time in full fidelity is Indigo League stuff. So, we're talking blue, red, and yellow, uh, leaf green, fire red. And uh, there's like a, uh, even the layout, like the part of the demo that they did was through Viridian Forest. Uh, which I thought was really cool, and they had like the same like randoms kind of pop up and stuff like that. And the trainer battles, 100%, were like the battles that we've known and like come to love. And I thought that that was really cool. And I thought that in a way, like some people might feel like they're sort of like selling out in a way by taking away the battles and in, and in, in the, the sort of random battles. But in my head, I think it actually makes more sense because like once you reach like Act Two or Act Three of Pokemon, like the random battles are just incredibly distracting and the idea of just being able to like make this like very quick mini game out of capturing a pokemon and giving everybody like all six of the all six of your party like experience at once mm-hmm. is probably for the best and as long as the battle mechanic is still there and you're playing online with other people it probably really doesn't matter too much this seems very much like uh, the game that a lot of people have been waiting for like the game that people thought was gonna come to n sixty four uh but uh most definitely in the in the sort of like uh peak time when like blue and red were like very very popular um <laughs> but it it yeah it it seems it seems very 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 promising if you cannot tell how excited yeah. i am about it.
0: oh no I told yeah and i <laughs> I do think like you said like it's a necessary action because it really does it's as far as like Nintendo has said it's a way to train people like in the mechanics of a traditional Pokemon game. So it's like yeah, you're bringing people up to speed, you're giving something else to like the hardcore like you said like hopefully a cool me- battle mechanic. Um, but then like yeah, it, when they put out that full traditional RPG on on the Switch like is, is going to so I, much money. Yeah, I already re-downloaded <laughs> Pokemon Go.
1: Look at me. Like, I already re-downloaded it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm going to Central Park. I'm going to catch some Pokemon. Like, that's just going to be a thing. I don't know how it's... I know it's going to link up somehow, so I'm, I have to be prepared. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely see double- that. It's also... Another thing that's over... I know we're talking about Nintendo, but I... Hey, it's Nintendo. Um, another <laughs> thing that's overlooked is that uh, people are like, where's the Mario Kart game? Uh, or the the smartphone Mario Kart? And it's like... That's another thing where it's like... They're gonna make a Nintendo Direct and release it like a week after. Right, like, they're not doing yeah. it right now. It's coming. So yeah, it's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be there. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. I feel like that's that's been uh, E3 it was like these sudden reactions to what Nintendo and Sony were doing. Microsoft was cool. They they announced like five acquisitions and they're clearly like positioning themselves for the next Xbox and like yeah. not totally tripping over themselves out of the gate like it's very clear intention of what they're going for yeah um but then the other thing that everyone is talking about and you brought it up is that there's fortnite and like that's a i, I always that that seems a very um new thing where i know fortnite's on consoles and everything but like i feel like it's kind of like a pc-centric sort of experience it's a free-to-play game so that it, it is fairly pc-centric and it's mm. kind of what people are talking about a lot at, at E3, you know.
1: Okay. <laughs> which is
0: different. Like you know, I don't I don't I don't think people usually talk about PC games at uh at E3 and it's like I don't want to say it's dominating the conversation because I think that's probably overstated. Wait, which wait,
1: which part is dominating the conversation? Like that Fortnite. No, that, oh, just Fortnite itself, uh not necessarily. Yeah. Like, okay, well, there's it. Oh, you just mean, like, like, the whole idea that it originated on the PC, and now it's sort of, like, in the center of people's attention? Uh, At E3,
0: which is traditionally, like, your console guys, your Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, But, yeah, like, well, they also had a a gigantic tournament. I mean, it's not the Um, first.
1: Like, we had this with Minecraft. You know, Minecraft was PC for a while. Was it big at
0: E3? Hmm... Minecraft? I, I
1: honestly don't know. I mean, out. probably yeah, right. it was pretty. It was a pretty it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, <laughs> they probably it's probably been mentioned on an E3 stage at some point in history.
0: Yeah, probably. But I don't know. Did you catch the uh, the Fortnite
1: tournament? No, I didn't. But I'm not surprised that that was a part of it.
0: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like I when I was watching it, like there was definitely like a million concurrent people watching it across, like, Twitch and YouTube. Oh, my goodness, yeah. So, it's, like, a million people. And then it's just... It's so kind of awesome to see, like, there's one of the most popular uh, pros right now in streamers. His name's Myth. Yeah. He's he's paired up with Paul George, and they're doing an interview, and he seems, like, super chill with it, and, like, it's not bothering him at all that he's sitting next to friggin' Paul George. (laughs) Like... So that's nuts. And it's also just, like, they did an outdoor eSports thing, which kind of backfired because the sun is, like, literally beating down on the gaming equipment and all the people in the crowd. And it's, like, also kind of weird to see, like, empty seats, even though there's, like, hundreds of people watching. But regardless, it was pretty cool. And um, I it just seems crazy that, like, this thing that's not even a year old yet is uh doing like that's their first big tournament and they announced like their 100 million dollar basically like grand prix and
1: like it's amazing watching that grow like i mean think about what games get like hype over just like ooh, latest news you can play it on more things like yeah, right like <laughs> again again chance was tweeting that <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> especially like yeah i'm excited like you're gonna play it on the switch and it's like yeah, you're getting an online-centric game on the Switch, and you're you're gonna be playing against people on PC. You can just take down the Go, and it's crazy. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's
1: like a it's a whole separate. It's what the, like, it's what the Vita wanted to be. Rest on. in peace. What was that? It's what the Vita wanted to be. Rest in peace. Oh God, is it officially dead? Oh yeah, it's discontinued. It's been discontinued for a long time. Oh no 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 I, no, I, no, no more games in production for a long time. Okay, yeah. Okay, I think you can I still gotta get one. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's still, like, a... It's still, in technicality, a current-gen system? Just no support, and I guess you can get, like, yeah. games off the store. But if they're buggy, yeah. I mean, you're not... I
0: remember there. at old E3s, it would be, like, mention It was like, and we're still supporting the Vita! <laughs> and then this one, it was just... Stri- well, this one, for Sony, it was just mostly, like, what they've done traditionally. It's trailers, except... Oh, did you see that? Where they started in a church... Or like what looked to be a church. Okay, what is the situation? <laughs> so it started out. They're in like it looked really cool. It was like kind of like a farmhouse, but like for a dance feel. And what happened was they transitioned to the first trail the, for the tra- uh, the Last of Us trailer. And uh, the beginning of that, it, basically, the setting it started in for the Last of Us is where they were all sitting. But it was just super weird because like just a just bunch of people standing around and like you can just tell like if you were standing in that crowd it was it was probably awful. Wait, were there like
1: pews or something?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know if it was really. I'm afraid. trying to paint a like, picture. Set up, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very. Yeah, it was, yeah, I get it. I get it. It was that dance hall feel, but like I, I don't know. It was. But it's just, like, a bunch of, like, journalists who are probably running around all day standing in, like, a mosh pit, basically. And then, so, they finish the the trailer, and then they do an intermission. And they're just, like, showing off, like, trailers and talking. They're like, by the way, if you're just joining us to stream, we are an intermission. I'm like, this is an E3 show with an intermission? What's going on, guys? Uh, (laughs) But then they transition to, like, a traditional um theater and the first thing that happens is there's a dude playing the flute and i'm like okay that's cool but man this is this that is stark is man
1: such a <laughs> it's bizarre that's like a like wow i went to the sony press conference and i can't unsee what i saw there <laughs> like <laughs> it was
0: it was different it, it was a little odd right yeah but then the rest is what they've been doing for for every e3 now is just like we know that consumers are watching this. We know what gets them hyped. We're just gonna show trailers upon trailers upon trailers and not even interrupt it. And that was basically yeah. it. Uh, so
1: I mean, I get it. That's fair. I yeah, get it's it. fair.
0: Yeah. And Microsoft was ba- like almost like that. Like they would they would introduce the games, but it was like just tons of trailers. And that's kind of like what it is now, which is like better than when they were talking about sales numbers, but also. There's no substance to it, which is like, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I, I don't want to be too cynical. I, I enjoyed no, it. No, no, yeah, I
1: it. No, no, dude, I'm totally with you. I mean, we just had a whole optimistic segment. So it's really about balance here. You yeah. Know? I mean, and, and to be fair, my favorite part thus far really has been, you know, I never related with the gray beard. I never related with the gray beard nerds. But like, I think I'm slowly becoming one because my favorite parts is honestly like the rise of this remaster culture. Oh, yeah. That's been going on where for the longest time we've been sort of hyping up like remasters of our favorite things, you know, and they mm-hmm. just never came because it seemed impossible. Like, of course, for years people wanted Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. And now it's coming. And I don't know who like set the ball rolling on that. But I mean, you know, we're getting Grim Fandango remastered, Broken Age remastered. We're also getting Resident Evil 2, which is like a huge classic. Mm-hmm. Um, even Pokemon is pretty much like a remaster yeah. in, in its own right. Um, it's been really cool to see people kind of going back, uh, to these old titles and like breathing new life into them and ultimately throwing them on the switch, (laughs) which is like a thing, like it's become a joke. It's become an inside (laughs) joke now to say that you want things on the switch. What's crazy
0: about that is not even the biggest fan of Resident Evil 2, but like
1: kind of hyped for it. So, obviously, everything is still ongoing. There's still, like, we're in the midst of so much excitement. What is your big takeaway thus far into the week? Um,
0: I don't know. Fortnite's going to make a lot of money still. I <laughs> know. <laughs> it's, it's uh... So how they, I, like, guessed that. <laughs> yeah, it's easy, right? Like, I have to also think about it. But, yeah, like, E3's fun, you know? I enjoy it. Uh, and, You know... It still has to be like you know. While I watch it, I feel like all right. Temper expectations. Things are going to change. Obviously, in development, some of this stuff is clearly years away. Like Elder Scrolls Six. Let's be real. They whipped that up in like a week. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it is still enjoyable to see The Last of Us in action and like get excited for it and like to play Super Smash Brothers and and also to. I'm see very the- jealous. Oh I- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. We we obviously we can't keep the listeners on for too long just a couple seconds how was super smash i'm sure people want to know so I want to
0: so here's the thing like i play a lot of super smash though i am not like one of these experts i saw one of the like oh, i said i saw a satirical uh, tweet that was like played super smash uh this move is changed by four frames and i'm like oh man like i, for, yeah. I first, first just not there i yeah. st- like i actually believed that at first and i was like oh he's making a joke okay so I, I, I'm i always, like, nervous to, like, talk about, like, my experience playing Super Smash. It was great. Like, it, it's fast. There's, like, a obviously there's so much content in it, and uh, I was just, like, while playing it, like, I stopped asking questions, and I was just, like, yeah, I just like hitting people off the stage. Like, it, it does have that, like, that speed that I'm sure people want, Um, and it feels very, just, like, sound, but it also has that, like, impact, where, like, what like they talked about like these like stop moves where it's like things freeze when that happens it's like oh no like it's pretty great <laughs> uh, so yeah it, it just feels really nice and very tight and uh, I'm excited yeah, I'm I'm totally you know that's Super Smash Brothers you know like yeah it's definitely uh, it. it's gonna yeah, be there yeah it's yeah. great and uh, I'm I'm at like I am excited for that so yeah I'm happy Sweet. I got to play that <laughs> nice your takeaways.
1: Uh, so if we're going to play into our favoritism, yeah. So for me, the biggest things for me, I, I'll refer to it as E3 season. Actually, it still counts as E3. They, were, they obviously had a presence there. It's everything that Nintendo announced. Um, <laughs> my takeaway is to never get your hopes up too high, um, because Nintendo doesn't care that much about E3, and that's kind of what I love about them in many ways. Mm. Um, so, you know, we didn't get the Animal Crossing announcement that we were hoping for, but they could always be on the horizon, um... Very excited for Smash, V V V V V excited for uh Pokemon Let's Go. Hmm. And um it it has been nice, sort of just even just the spectacle, watching the live streams and just getting that sort of full experience of everything going on. The Last of Us trailer looks very interesting. Um, I'm super pulled into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just seeing what else people are kind of putting out there. It does feel like games are changing and growing and new things are coming out. You know, Mm -hmm. I I will say that has always been an optimistic thing for me at E3. I was actually, um, I was trying to step away from uh, the Nintendo Direct for a little while because uh, it was getting in the way. It was like distracting me from my work a little bit. And I was at a Chick-fil-A just minding my business, eating my food. And like right next to me, there are these two like young dudes who are watching Nintendo Direct streaming from their phone, and I'm peeking over, and I'm, like, all up in their business. <laughs> like, to the point where I was not even in my chair, and there was this guy next to me saying, Sir, 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 are you sitting there? The kids turn around, they look at me, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I'm sucked into this, but did you see that Metroid announcement? Wow. <laughs> so, Seriously. That's, that's my life, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. been bringing me back. There's been a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's my takeaway.
0: Yeah, I have more takeaways. Wait, yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I got three more. Ready? Number one, I am so, so, so hyped for new Metroid, but let's be real, that doesn't sell as well as you think it does, so that's not going to make or break the Switch. So there's that, right? I'm so excited for that. But yeah, people are like, they didn't announce Metroid. I'm like, well, like, that's, <laughs> that's not going to sell well. Let's be real. I, like, um, the other thing is, like, I'm actually hopeful for Microsoft and their new console because, like, they did really well. And, like, they're doing a ton of, like, cool stuff where they they have, like, their new controller that's really accessible for people with disabilities. So there's that. Yeah, that was really they have, awesome. Obviously, like, they are um, – backwards compatibility is a big thing for them. It just seems like it's becoming more of, like, a, an open platform. They have those five acquisitions, including Ninja Theory, who made Hellblade, and that game is amazing. And they're just, like, an incredible developer. Um so oh, yeah they
1: they uh they also worked on the d m c yeah yeah
0: exactly, yeah, yeah, awesome, and like so it's one of those things where it's like that's exciting because they really are after the debacle of you know what five years ago with that whole thing when, when they introduced it, and changed things and launched it, and it just hasn't been their console uh cycle, but like yeah they i think I feel like they're experimenting a lot and and I actually am really
1: actually hopeful for them. I forget what my third takeaway was, but yeah, man. Right on. three, Also, man. <laughs> just want to say, the people who have been listening, uh, number one, thanks so much for listening and faithfully doing that. Number two, I've been blown away by the responses that we've been getting on Twitter um, and sort of opening up the floor and hearing what you guys think about different stuff that we're talking about. Anything that comes to mind for you guys that you guys are hyped about, please feel free to reach out. Yeah. Uh, it's It's really cool just seeing what the community is all about and seeing seeing how other people are landing with this stuff because it really is interesting to talk about and think about. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. We'll see you guys in podcast land next week. Later.
0: That's it for this episode of Overworld. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Perez.
1: And I'm Satchel Drakes. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please reach us at overworld at podcast1. One, that's O-N-E dot com. And also you can reach us on Twitter. My handle is at Satchel Drakes. That's Satchel like a bag with an extra L.
0: And mine is Matt Ryan Perez. Thanks for listening. Take care. Hi, I'm Spencer Raskoff, the CEO of Zillow Group, and I have a new podcast here on Podcast One called Office Hours. Listen as I have one-on-one conversations with other CEOs. We have the kind of conversations that can only happen between peers, tackling tough questions, sharing hard-won insights, and helping to define what leadership means today. Join me twice a month on Office Hours, exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the new Podcast One app.
1: I never planned on losing my job, but we all know life can change in an instant. And losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow. So I looked into Cobra, but too pricey. Then I found out I could enroll through Covered California, where I was able to choose from good health insurance companies I've actually heard of. I even got help paying for it. There's a limited time to qualify after losing your insurance, so check out CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care.
0: I'm Ed Donahue.